You don't have children. No. You never will. No. You'll die alone. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully. I'm not going to answer that. Okay. You're going to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You fucking bruised apple. <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Em Steve Dave with me, Bry, with Q, and with aspiring felon Walt Flanagan. <laughs> uh, earlier today, Q, Walt yeah. was uh, he was walking the line. Yeah, he. Uh, you can tell he's getting older. Very concerned about his mail. He's getting his mail. <laughs> Has the mail come? Will the mail come? <laughs> the mail should have come. <laughs> No. He's not doing a hose <laughs> spraying kids away. Yeah. That's not the case. In today's world, your mail is tracked digitally. And yes. I can watch my mail, the pro, like the steps from from where it's coming from right up to my doorstep. And now uh, in that world where we can see that if something is out for delivery mm-hmm. and you happen to be walking home from lunch and you see an unattended mail cart. Just yeah. sitting there for – I watched for 15 minutes with no postman around it. Holy shit. Watching That's it and, and taking pictures of it. What are you talking about? The amount of time he has to stare at a milk cart? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing I mean, that both. – <laughs> Both sides of that coin are a little fucked up. I felt that I could – my box was there. It looked like one of the boxes that I, I should be receiving. Okay. But I was uh, afraid to touch it and go through it and take it. So I waited and waited, and then was a honey trap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what someone said. Right? That might have been a sting operation, right, to see if anybody would touch it. Right, I mean, like it was when, there when they set up like those bait cars. <laughs> <laughs> this man was seen taking a twenty percent off coupon to Bed Bath and Beyond. But I, uh, I waited and waited, and I didn't know what to do. And then finally, um, out of I saw a, a postman coming, walking down the street. It looked like he was leaving a restaurant. Okay, you're skipping out on a huge part, the part where you called Giddem to consult him <laughs> and then had Giddem ask other people like what they thought so he could sort of get a consensus as I'm to wa- whether or not he should steal his own mail. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a sting operation though. I mean, the postal service has, I mean, at least this post office has something against you after your tirade against Susan. That's what I, well, I tell you what, when, uh, I, I, all right, so to, I did call Giddem because I wanted to see if he knew if it would be a felony if I was to touch that court. Yeah, and if I could, and it would it be proper for me to take my own mail without the mailman knowing it? Right. I'm helping him out, <laughs> lightening his load. <laughs> oh, but then when I, and then when get him get, couldn't give me an answer, and I'm finding that to be um, get him didn't give me an answer. He couldn't give me an, a, a proper answer. He would he was very uh, non. Um, usually just make shit up anyway. Yeah, yeah, but this like this what could have affected Walt. Normally the bullshit he spouts right. it dissipates into the atmosphere and nobody fucking thinks about it again. <laughs> Cows fuck right. Exactly. <laughs> Walt could be facing time here. Though. <laughs> yeah, right. That could be that could be a felony, right? Tampering with the U.S. mail. Yeah, I mean that. Yes, but I wanted him to Google. Strictly speaking, I wanted him to Google if is it okay for me to take my own mail if the mailman doesn't know it. 
and he, he couldn't give me a straight answer. So I was afraid to touch it and going near it. But when the mailman was walking towards me, I made sure to give him a dirty look and he um, – He hit his shoulder. <laughs> shoulder checked. And, he, and I made sure he knew that I was like – he came over. He's, his head was like – Where this was guy? he for 15 minutes? I don't know where he was. You said he was in. It looked like he, you may said he was been in the restaurant, in a restaurant. fucking living it yeah. up. I don't know if he was eating in there, though. He may have been getting more mail because he was coming back with more mail. But yeah. um, when we Because he was doing my job, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what are you giving me dirty looks for? But he gave me a look and I gave him a dirty look right back. I was just like, what are you doing? You just – OK, bring it with you. Don't leave it here unattended. Right? No, yeah. you're right. Yes, you're right. But to go around preaching to mailmen about how to do their job, it's odd. Was it's it not? Was it your package in there? Well, now <laughs> I track. It said it There's was out the for <laughs> it was out for delivery. Yeah, and it's still out for delivery. Okay, and it and it's well after hours where it should have arrived by now. Yes. So I believe that that dirty look cost. Well, I don't. You. But that guy. You know what? Though my mail, for reasons I won't explain here, um, is sent to an alias. So he wouldn't have – he may have known it was me. I go under the name Paco Rabanne. <laughs> like he may know it was me. Like that's the guy that works at the comic book store. Yeah. But, the, but the box that I was waiting for – Paco Rabanne. <laughs> Rabanne, that, that Raban. fucking shitty fucking cologne. I don't know. That's <laughs> awesome. No. Oh, it is awesome. He would not have known that that box that that was okay. addressed to, that was one of the same people that was giving him the, the fucking stinky Well, eye. without getting too deep into it, is your mail at home delivered to a – an alias or just the store? I'm not going to answer that. Okay. You're going to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> I mean, if you did go to court, I think they'd find you guilty of impatience. <laughs> like, where's my pe- – what was in it anyway? You never did some say anything Some hardcovers I wanted. Some, some stuff I ordered on eBay. <laughs> important shit. Yeah. Hey, it's your, it doesn't matter whether it's important or not. It's your shit. Right, but I just – I just find it bizarre that they that it, they'll leave it unattended for that long. Who knows how much thousands of dollars of mail was just yeah. left on that street today? And I, I watched over it until he came back. But thanks, thanks, thanks to you, yeah, no crime was committed. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I'm saying because you didn't commit it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know something else, right? He, he, he comes back in a tizzy. He's, he's not fit for camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was because I, what it made me even more annoyed is because Gidham's always ready to offer like suggestions when I don't want his input. Mm-hmm. Like he has right. no shortage of interjecting and telling me, well, well, you should do this when I don't want it. <laughs> but when I ask him for something, he's very like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know what you should do. Like he didn't want to, he didn't want to weigh in. And that's annoying though. When I ask you for it, he's unwilling to go on the record. But when he want, but he's not unwilling to uncon. Was it when he or un, unasked, on un, unsolicited, unsolicited. Mm-hmm. He's more than willing to fucking open that fucking mouth thing. Grill. Yeah. Uh, why didn't you pull rank and have him steal the mail? Because by I, I thought of that. But by when I was walking back, <laughs> that's when I saw the guy come out of the uh, what I thought was the restaurant. Yeah, and you exchanged uh, sideways glances at each other. He knew I was not happy with him. Mm. And no, he, he knows what? you're not happy because he's like, you just threw your package in the group. No, no, I don't think so. Like I said, what made me sleep a little bit better was he had no idea, mm-hmm. you know, that the package. You don't that think I in town talk? They think they, they know my alias? Yeah, they're like, I you do. know who Paco Raban is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he thinks he's so tricky. <laughs> not a chance. No. You have like your own Newman, like on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, this is a question I got to throw out, mostly to Walt, because. Uh, 
you can listen in, mm-hmm. but you don't have <laughs> an experience. You don't have children. No, you never will. No, you'll die alone. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Normally, people, you know, as they get into their advanced age, there's kids around to celebrate holidays with. But you'll you'll be doing it by yourself. Sure. Or with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not More likely alone. that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have to ask you, Walt, when uh, – how old – Can I were- just stop you for one second? Sure. I just want to show Q evidence that we're talking about. Took <laughs> oh, pictures man. Of the, you of took the, a picture. Of the, of the male cart. The unattended left cart. Alone, unattended Holy for fuck, man. a I long mean, time. There's a lot of Amazon packages in that. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's valuable stuff. Yeah. So I, I want to make it. That's what I'm trying to paint a picture. Yeah, that Fry is, is trying to paint me as a lunatic, and I'm trying to show you that I'm just a concerned citizen. Yeah. You were concerned for yourself. If you didn't have a package coming, you wouldn't give a fuck at all. I would love You'd to be like that's seen, weird and keep on trucking. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see you taking that take that picture. Did you sneak that photo? No, I like- wanted I wanted everybody to see me. I wanted everybody to know what was going on. That 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 <laughs> what it's like leaving a baby unattended. Yeah, we did talk about that where people in European – some European countries and even when they come over here, they'll like leave the carriage or whatever parked in front of a restaurant while they eat or a coffee I shop. Don't like I don't even like when people leave dogs like outside it's, a restaurant. Yeah, it's strange and it's not common here but mm. um, I, I would say that if I had to leave some of my junk mail on the sidewalk or my baby, <laughs> the junk mail is going to lose every time. <laughs> Ming, uh, thanks for joining me on the spots this week. Uh, I'm here to tell you about a, a couple different sponsors, but mostly I'm here to tell you what a bunch of pussies the Blue Juice guys are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I tried to get Tom Mum of Blue Juice to help me with these spots, and he, he just shambled away. But, I mean, we help them plug so much of their own stuff, and they can't reciprocate. All it's, they it's, care about are likes on Facebook. They, yeah. they like being liked. All they want is likes. Nobody mm-hmm. likes them. Right. But uh, no, of course nobody likes them. What's to like? But the point is, I asked them, hey, I've done so much for you. Just help me out with this commercial. Just help out a little bit. That's nope. it. Nothing. Nope. Shut down. That's what you can expect from Blue Juice, everyone. Shameful. Don't go to Blue Juice Comics. <laughs> well, you can go there and you can buy stuff, but whatever you do, do not like them on Facebook. No, Because do not. they'll just feed their fucking insatiable egos. They're, they're disgusting, these people. And, and um, if, if for some reason you accidentally <laughs> like them, unlike, unlike them right now. Can you do that on Facebook? Yeah, you can unlike, sure. If you've liked them in the past, please go unlike them right now yeah. and teach them a lesson. Teach them a lesson, yeah. And, and uh, all right, enough about blue juice. What I'm really here to talk about is loot crate. Someone they don't beg for likes. They know you're going to like them. Yeah. <laughs> month after month, you will like what they are sending you. Loot yeah, crate. I, I think like might be an understatement. It's probably closer to love. Yeah. Like you'll know the true meaning of love once you get loot crate. Uh, you'll be the envy of your friends. You get a hundred percent exclusive crates at lootcrate.com/tesd. For 10% off a new subscription. Let me tell you what's in July, okay? And this is what uh, the Blue Juice guys will never know because they were not here to hear it. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bob's Burgers, Futurama, and motherfucker Rick and Morty. Oh, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in. Now you're no, talking. No, I'm in. Uh, you have until the 19th, which is what, two days from now? Uh, at 9 p.m. to subscribe. The clock is ticking. Much like on uh, Blue Juice's company. Yeah, if you're not getting a loot crate, if you're not subscribing, there's something serious. You're demented. You suck as bad as Blue Juice does. You, you so. suck as a person. You suck at life, and you suck worse than Blue Juice does, if that's possible. Uh, if you want to, uh, let's see. Here, here are some points. Some points, uh, Meg. 
Okay. If you're on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate has it. The best surprise you know is coming. I was never crazy about that line. The best surprise you know is coming. It's the best surprise you know is coming. So it's not a surprise. So out of surprise, yeah. If you know it's coming, it's not a surprise. (laughs) And if if you know what's in it, maybe they give you a vague idea of what's in it. Yeah, just, You're going to be surprised. Just subscribe. You'll love it. I mean, Walt loves it so much, he spreads the love by parting it out and selling each piece at the store. But right. you know, he's spreading the love that way. That's how much you're going to love it. Yeah. I don't know if those things are marked not for resale, so he, he went for it. <laughs> uh, loot Wear, which I've never seen, but they have monthly wearables with cult classics and favorite franchises. You can geek out your pet with loot pets. Oh, my God. There's so much. I can't take it. Uh, go to lootcrate.com slash TESD and enter the code TESD to save 10% off any new subscription today. Get on it. Uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You were asking me a question about a child. Uh, yes. Questions about children. Uh, how old were your girls the first time they took your car keys, walked out of the house, got in the car, and tried to drive it away? <laughs> oh, that's never happened. No? Never. Hmm. Are you saying that happened? Uh, Maybe. Sage definitely. Sage took your keys and tried to get in the car and drive away? She didn't try to get in the car. What happened was um, I was doing something and she asked me to uh, – she wanted to go to the park but it was getting a little bit too late and I was like, no, I can't go to the park. And um, I said, I'll take you tomorrow though. And she was all like down that in the Johnson mouth about it. started shit. boiling yeah, in her. <laughs> she, was, she was on Defiant. the back porch. Fuck you. She I'll do what open. I want. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> uh, she came close. So she, I didn't know because I was doing something. She walks out. Of, she takes my keys, walks out of the house, gets in the Jeep, starts it. Holy starts shit. it? I'll get, I'll get into this in a little bit. Starts it. But I think she couldn't figure out how to put it in gear because, you know, you got to touch the brake. And I think she didn't know that. The worst part was my bike was parked right in front of it. So if she got in the gear, she probably would have hit it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but she didn't. So like this all happened in like a minute and a half maybe because I see her out in the yard and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. And she comes in and it was only later that I pieced together because – Was I the car outside. running? Yes. For like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I looked outside. I was like, why the hell are the lights on? And I went out there. I was like, I don't think I left the keys on and the, the Jeep was running. So that's how I knew she she did it. And I asked her, like, did you try to drive the Jeep away? And she's like, yeah. And I said, why? She's like, I wanted to get a hamburger. <laughs> she said she was, <laughs> she said she was going to go to McDonald's and get a hamburger. And um, a little bit later, it, like we as we delved into it a little bit, I may be responsible for part of it. Okay. Because – when we go to school in the morning, like when I drive her to school, yeah. many times I'll pretend I'm tired and I fall asleep. <laughs> While you're driving? Yeah. And she'll take the wheel and like she'll steer for a little bit and then she'll be like, Dada, Dada, wake up. And I'm like, oh man, did I fall asleep? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, playing around. Games, right. While, playing around on a, on a road going how fast? Well, you don't really close your eyes, I imagine. No, no. Yeah. No, like 40 maybe. Okay. Not too fast. It's not like we're on the parkway. Um, but I always compliment her driving. Mm. And may have gone so far as to make her a little fake driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) So she thought she had a license. Oh, boy. And that's why she was like, this is not a problem. Uh, And then later on when she was told it wasn't a real license, was pretty pissed. (laughs) And started insisting on getting driving lessons so that she could drive. Now, who's at fault here? 
No, Suzanne, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing your fault, buddy, but I never do. So, <laughs> That's what I love about you. Yeah. <laughs> to me, you I mean, you got to hide those keys now. I started putting them got, up higher so she couldn't. You got to lock them up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to lock them up like it's a gun. Well, my guns aren't locked up. So. Oh, well, okay. well, you got to start. All right, you got to start locking the keys and the guns up oh, okay, right okay. now, tonight. <laughs> Starting tonight. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Don't make her a fake gun license. Whatever you do. Like, give me the keys, Dada. Wow. Jeez. Wow, yeah, but that- is is she uh, is she naughty or is she um, mm. ambitious? She wants to drive herself to McDonald's. If she does it again, it's naughty because she told yeah. her not to. She should know. You I mean, did, she was. Well, you never told her. You, you, I don't think she, you could say naughty. You told her she had a license. In her head, <laughs> she was like, "Okay, I got a license. I could drive now." Dad, I said I could. Right. <laughs> but I mean, what was what was the reaction to everybody else in the house when they found out? Or did you not tell them? No, Suzanne was like, "What did you do?" Like she gets more upset about that kind of stuff than I do. Like yeah. I thought it was funny, but because she was okay. And my bike was okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I could see. You know, you're not. I mean, I'm not. You're not really coming down on Suzanne for getting a little upset about that, are you? No, I did, but I was like, I mean, come on, she's all right. <laughs> come you on, know? you square. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if she lived in like Tennessee or something, she'd have a license in two years anyway. <laughs> wow, but wow, no, yeah, my kids have never done that. My daughter has her license now, and we almost have to like. Like force her to go to go do things. She's still, you know, a little unsure of herself, and she's she's not comfortable yet doing it. She's on her not own. as confident as Sage. No, no, not yet. She's I, still. I, I think that's leery. my fault too. Is like since she's two, every single thing she does is awesome. So right. she has this sort of misplaced confidence <laughs> in everything she does. I think all of America's children have that nowadays. Yeah, yeah. We they all I every, raised a millennial. You, you, oh, <laughs> <for fuck's sake. laughs> she, you know, every everything she does deserves a trophy or a medal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just as guilty as every other parent out there, Brian. But that's oh all right. My God, you're right. I raised a snowflake for Christ's sake. That's why she was all sulking <laughs> that she couldn't take driving lessons at eleven. God damn it! Yeah, and you, your daughter got a car, first car. Yeah, did really? she drive her sister yeah. around? What'd you get her? Uh, Honda Civic. Yeah, nice, safe, reliable car. I had one. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not you had a new. Plymouth laser, you goddamn liar. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a Civic. I had a, t- I had a oh, Tercel right. and a we, Civic. In LA? What was the car Tercel that you had in LA? Tercel I had in, okay. in LA. Civic I had before I got the Wrangler. I sold it to get the Wrangler. Yeah, oh, it's that's a, right. I remember that car. It's a 2014. Um, I'm not sure what what the, what the price was. <laughs> 2014 is pretty new. Yeah, it's pretty new. It's not, it's yeah. a nice shape. It was owned by somebody who didn't put a lot of uh, wear and tear on it, and uh, she's making car payments now, and uh, she's car got a job. Car payments to you? Uh, she's making car – Please well, tell me you're charging her interest. No. It would be so you. <laughs> He's no, got a big not – my, Not my blood. Um, but no, but – and then she's got – her insurance is outrageous if she got insurance on her own. Oh, really? It would be like So technically nobody, you guys own the car? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How much? How much is insurance these days? Like I remember when we were young, it was like how the how how can yeah. I ever pay this? I'll be working the rest of my life. It's like ten times that what it was then, back then. <laughs> it's they make it so it's impossible for anybody. So kids are like fuck it. I'll, well, I'll they have Uber to or the bus or whatever. They have to go on their parents' right. insurance because it's unless they're like a a trust fund kid. There's no way you can afford insurance in this day and age. Especially, well, at least not in this area. I don't know about the rest of the nation, but in Jersey, mm-hmm. it's a, it's just. Outrageous what the prices are, huh. and girls pay less than guys. 
How do you feel about that? Mm, you think that's right? I've always felt like it was a, uh, a violation of my rights. Do yeah, you think it's fair rights. that they... Because uh, I'm pretty gender fluid, man. You know, when I'm oh, behind the wheel... go again. <laughs> it's 2017, buddy. Only when you're behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm behind the wheel, yeah. Like hey, I, you're not know. behind the wheel all man. As no. soon as you get behind that wheel, like lines fade. Dainty. Yeah, man. I'm ready to fucking now if we, now drive if the, safely. If the insurance industry is willing to be so sexist, yeah. give them a, a lower rate, then why can't we say... You know some of the other things that we've been we've been told are not PC. Like, like what? That you can't park for shit. Who? Women? Yeah. Yeah. You're a terrible driver. Right. You're yeah. Too busy. You know, fixing your hair instead of looking at the road. Well, so I far think- you're describing yourself, not a woman. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> so they're saying women drive better. Yeah, but like it goes. It defies all the things that like. All well, the stereotypes. I, I think what they're saying is backed up by scientific facts <laughs> and <laughs> statistics. Like, I threw cliches at this insurance adjuster right and left. Still wouldn't lower the rate. <laughs> yeah, it is a tough argument to make with like, but all this bullshit exists. <laughs> yeah, but, so why, but why is it that the boys got to pay more? Because the boys are more prone. They like, they want to rip it out. You boys know, they, will they be wanna, boys. Yeah, what's race. it called when you, uh, you know, te- what's it called when you uh, go fast? What are some of the – Peel out? No. What are some of the t- – Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal, yeah, you know, yeah. and you see how see how fast you can get it up to. Right. But I did. I never did that. I never – I don't think I've ever uh, put the, the metal, the pedal to the metal. I've never had the pedal. <laughs> I never even said it <laughs> until right now. <laughs> I never had the pedal touching the floor no? ever. I did that shit all did the time. You? Oh, yeah. yeah. I had like an eight-cylinder Cordoba when I was 18. Total piece of shit, but I could go like 110 miles yeah. an hour. So, of course, on the parkway. And you did it? Of course I did. That laser. I deserve those rates. Well, that laser might be a chick's car, but it could fucking tear ass, yeah. man. You flipped over in it. You were driving so fast. Yeah, but I landed on the <laughs> wheels and I kept going. It's like some fucking Dukes of Hazard shit just without that racist flag on the roof. Yeah. Good. That's not me applauding, just so you know. <laughs> it's 2017. Yeah, I'll never applaud against the Duke boys. <laughs> All right. Ming, I know you're a fan of Casper. I love the Casper mattresses. Well, I loved it so much that I sold one out from under Mike Zapsick, but that's another story. Because I think the thing was you knew that Mike wouldn't appreciate it. No, yeah, I knew that. Uh, absolutely. And I didn't want it to go to someone who wouldn't appreciate it. So. Right. How the hell does he know what I'm going to appreciate? Uh, I assumed he had been in bed with you before. <laughs> <laughs> you you were just you okay with, with any old mattress, right. like a, a rolled Actually, up sleeping bag. <laughs> that's yeah. That's true. You, we were in bed together once. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, they've created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers. Not for long, though, from what I understand. I think they're, they got bought by Target. Everybody we advertise gets bought for a billion dollars and then stops advertising. No, well, so that's, that's terrible. I sell comics. You should advertise with us. Yeah, and then we'll get, become a billion dollar company, sell your company, say fuck you to everybody. Uh, yeah, like acquired by Apple. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, for Dre. some reason they need you. Yeah. yeah. It's us and Dr. Dre. Yeah. Like getting acquired. Yeah, yeah. You got to listen to I Sell Comics on Beats headphones. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, it just doesn't ones. sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house. It's sleek. I don't know why I'm telling you all this, Ming, because you already know it. I do memory foam. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a proprietary uh, mix of memory foam and uh, some other foam. But it, it is like sleeping in a cloud, endorsed by Walt Flanagan. He's who, crazy for it. He is. He knows like anything. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Uh, they have free delivery and free returns with a 100-night risk-free trial. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. 
uh, let's see, talking points. Yeah, just if you the wanna, right if, sink, just the right bounce. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you're at a, say you're at a, a cocktail party, right? Okay. You're struggling to come up with something to say. Uh, here are some talking points if you were to talk about exclusively Casper. Uh, they make a premium mattress and they sell it online for a fraction of what it would cost in a store. Their business works by continuously developing their mattress using feedback. I thought they said it was perfect. How do you improve on perfection? They, they're trying it. You can improve on perfection. They're this is how they do it. Perfection plus. Real customers have said it's like sleeping on a brioche and like being cradled by the tinkling of baby laughter in the moonlight. <laughs> That I mean, that's what it says here. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've gone over this. Oh, uh, I'm starting to say these. Think these real customers are getting all eloquent. Just so right. Casper will quote them. Uh, who cares about those guys and their wannabe Shakespeare bullshit? Because buying the Casper is easy. You order it online. It's delivered to your door, or in some cases, delivered to Ming's door, and then he sells it. Uh, free shipping and free returns available in U.S., Canada, and now the U.K. All the countries that matter. Yes. Right. Uh, considering you spend one third of your lives on a mattress, it's important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. So that's why they give you the hundred nights. Uh, go to, uh, casper.com slash TESD and you're going to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. I think wow. some sneaky motherfuckers were trying to get like sheets and pillows, 50 bucks off, but that's, uh, not included. Yeah. Which are also awesome, by the way. That's what I hear. So take that 50 you save off the mattress, put it towards a pillow or something or a pillowcase, whatever. Uh, com slash T-E-S-D, 50 bucks towards any mattress, and your life is going to be exponentially better. Hey, Walt here. Um, looking to see if there are any ants out there who may be able to sell me industrial-sized cans of chocolate pudding for a special top-secret Tom Steve Dave project. I need like six cans of those huge, big, um, industrial size ones that like maybe like a restaurant or, uh, a camp would have, uh, big, big ones. I need like six to seven cans of it. Um, if you can, uh, email kmuse, that's K-M-E-W-E-S-2 at gmail.com. And, um, cause I'm having a dickens of a time finding it. I'm just finding little, little cartons and little uh, containers. I need, I need the big beefy stuff. Uh, so if anyone, anybody out there listening can help, would really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we have a, every once in a while, so <laughs> someone writes in, uh, usually love Lorne. Some sort of problem that was okay. successfully, if you want to call it that, solved uh, well, Game we, of Thrones, guys. And shouldn't we take the per- the person who had the problem if they feel it was successful? That's all that matters, right? So we would have to deem it a success. Right. Well, I think a lot of people in Jonestown, after they drank the Kool-Aid, they're like, success, you know, mm. like, I'm going to go see God. Mm. So shh, this shh. guy doesn't know. What the fuck does he know? The yeah, fact that he asked happy. a question in the first place. He's happy. He's mentally deranged. Yeah, he's not happy. Um, but this is, uh, this is a 13 percenter. Uh oh. Looking for some male advice. Well, okay. this is a long letter, but, uh, boil it down. Uh, it's relationship related. Mm hmm. And, um, it's pretty great. He's a great guy, generally makes her happy. Mm-hmm. We've reached a place where we can talk about anything regardless of whether it's a subject we agree on. And since we live about 100 miles apart, we only see each other once a week and we haven't gotten sick of each other yet. That's mm-hmm. key. You have yeah. to live at least 100 miles away from the person. Yes. Okay. He has a lot of money. Caps. No. 
Oh. Female friends. Okay. She says that's not a problem as she has a lot of guy friends too. Now, I find that girls who have a lot of guy friends, girls don't like them, right? I'm right about that. The girl in the room yeah. says yes. I mean, everybody's paying almost nothing for car insurance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every, almost everybody I've ever dated has not liked her. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I know. Come on. They're, they're, know. They look in the mirror, then they look at that. Uh, and they like, know. They know. Why would they like her? I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> why would they? <laughs> She's too hot. God damn it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, her complete disinterest in me should have signaled no threat. <laughs> no. Nope. Because if I could have been with her, don't you think I would have been with her? Yeah. And not you? Yeah, look at you. You fucking bruised apple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but in all seriousness, yeah, they, they, so yeah, okay. Uh, she carries suspicions left over from previous relationships. Okay. Uh, normally she can remind herself that she's being irrational and get over it. Does she say how old she is? She doesn't. Hmm. Uh, she doesn't. This sounds like someone in their 20s, but okay. Could be, but, yeah. Uh, okay, but. There are two particular relationships that bug her. She gets anxiety whenever they come up. The first is one of his best friends. They were engaged and living together at one point a few years ago, but broke up and they're really close friends. She's a nice person. He says that she likes me. That's probably a lie. I like her, but several times over the past year, she feels like she can't live up to her, this girl. But they broke up. Uh, well, how would you feel about this, Q? Mm -hmm. Apparently, she makes the best biscuits and gravy he's ever had, the best birthday cake, threw him the best surprise party, all like little things that, you know, I guess he's like, hey, she was so great at this and this and this, and maybe she's feeling a little... Uh, inadequate. Yeah, a little inadequate, okay. some lack of confidence there, can I, right? can, I, can I give advice to that point? Sure. Yeah, we'll take them point by point. Okay. Throw a fucking kick-ass party and learn mm -hmm. to make some better biscuits. And a kick-ass cake. I'll biscuit this bitch. Easier said than done. Well, not, nobody said it was going to be easy, but you, you only see him once somewhere. a week. You have plenty of time to practice. Yeah. All the time you're not with him, you can practice making biscuits He's throwing gravy. biscuits in and out of that fucking oven. Right. You, you make them, you fucking throw them out. Don't even taste them. Yeah. Just keep practicing making them. Or if you really want to be fucking super cool and you at least on the surface get along with this woman, why don't you ask her for a biscuit recipe? Is that something people give away? Yeah. Willy-nilly, a biscuit recipe? A lot I mean, of recipes are closely guarded, right? Especially amongst, like, say, Italians. Right. Like, is your, your mom going to give away her secret sauce recipe? She is? All right. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But would she give it away to somebody she thought was trying to court? Her husband? Her husband. <laughs> but <laughs> Especially if all he talked about was fucking blathered <laughs> on about how great the this fucking is the opposite, sauce though. was. This is the opposite. She, she broke up with him. She shouldn't mm -hmm. care about that. All well, she's doing is, by the way, she's not great. All she's doing is popping open that fucking vacuum sealed thing and throwing them in the oven for 20 minutes. It says they, uh, she's not making it says biscuits. they broke up. I don't know if, who broke up with whom though. Well, obviously she broke up with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, the second person is a bigger deal before they started dating when bigger uh, deal than his fiance at one time. Then the, the, the great biscuit maker. Mm. Okay. Uh, before she and the guy started dating, when they were just still friends, he showed her. Now, this is like, I don't understand why you do this. 
Uh, he showed her videos and pictures that she had sent him of her masturbating, sticking butt plugs in her ass, lots of boob shots. He also said she was a lesbian. Okay, I'm out on this one. Right. Q, you got t- I'm tag teaming you in. Well, I don't me. like this guy already because like this girl was sending him private pictures and videos and he's showing them all over town. This is not a right. Like, well, first, yeah. why would you show your current girl or or your friend? They were just still just friends at the time. But like, to what end? Like, why would you show her? Answer this with complete honesty. Right? Have I ever showed you a picture uh, that a girl sent me? Can you can you recall any of them? No, not once. It's just you just don't do it. Have I ever asked? No, you do not do it. You fucking don't do it. One, it's the only way to ensure you keep getting them. Two, <laughs> like it's just not. It's just not fucking cool. Like that's just not. That's the thing about revenge porn. Like no matter how horribly, like let's say I had some pictures, right? No matter how horribly the girl treated me, even if she she tried to kill me, right? Which I can't say for sure hasn't happened in the past because I was pretty sick for a while and Suzanne looks suspicious. Um, <laughs> I still wouldn't put revenge she porn had out there. little vials with skulls on them. Yeah, I'm just like, so this is – I just drink this? <laughs> it's oatmeal, eat it. Um, in that moment that they were taking the picture and sending it to you, they trusted you. Yeah. They trusted that you weren't going to do this. So regardless of everything surrounding it and you feeling justified like, hey, man, fuck her or fuck him or whatever. You just like this, this Kardashian and uh, Black China situation. Yeah. In that moment, they trusted you and that's what you should base it on, not the shit that happened afterwards. Yeah, it says something really bad about you. So I don't like this guy already. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I don't like that. Okay. I don't so like you when guys said do that. that. Walter didn't really have much to do with the butt plugs. Uh, I don't like those butt plugs. You don't like them? No. They're so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, okay. I figured at the time she was kind of a cock tease and that was shitty. Uh, one night when things had progressed into the relationship. What do you expect? Butt after plugs. They started dating. Yeah. The, that's where it starts all go south. No pun intended. Um, they were having a great date and enjoying – now they were dating at this point, having a great date, enjoying some pie at a diner. When he was checking his phone, started laughing me, started laughing and showed me a fresh, full frontal picture that she had just sent him. Well, he also sounds stupid. I, I mean – she was really, really upset, although she didn't say it at the time. Later on, once I composed myself, I did tell him how I felt about it and also that it bugged me that she was still sending him this stuff when he was in a relationship. Reasonable. Yeah. As far as I know, he asked her to stop and hasn't sent anything else. But every now now every time I see her interact with him on social media, she got sick to her stomach. She has depression, anxiety, crazy trust issues, and horrible low self-esteem. I know that's part of the problem. There's nothing he can do to stop that. She lives on the other side of the country and rarely visits. So now she's like – well, at least she lives on the other side of the country, yeah. so if she comes here with her butt plugs, you know. Yeah, she packs them up, right. gets them through TSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, she bought a new house with her boyfriend, uh, the, the girl, and that's right, boyfriend, even though she was supposedly a lesbian. The guy says that she chooses when to be gay and you can never tell with her. Well, that's, I don't – I mean, not alone. Just don't be, right? Uh, but now I'm even more bothered because at least before I thought she was just the shittiest lesbian ever. Now I can, now all I can wonder is if anything ever happened between them. And I know it shouldn't matter because it's the past, but it still bugs me. What can she do, Q? What does she do here? Well, it's also a, a, a basic lack of respect for her, right? That this guy's like, hey, check out these. It's the guys are hard. The guys are wash out. You got to get rid of right. the guy. That's it. But it's just like the, the, the Game the, of Thrones guy's a champ compared to this douche. Yes. I've said this before on this show. 
Relationships have one purpose, and that is to make you feel good. That is it. If a relationship does not make you feel good, then get the fuck out. You should always enter a relationship with one foot out the door. <laughs> you should. You should always have a fucking foot out the door because it's just like it's the only way to watch for yourself. It's the only way to take care of yourself. And if you find the person that doesn't fucking make you put that second foot out the door, then you're good. That's it. This guy, you're feeling anxiety. You're feeling trust issues. You're all worked up. You're all fucking, you're all fucking depressed and, and anxious. Like, so let me ask something. What the fuck are you sticking around for? She's right. She's writing into a guy who won't even talk about butt plugs. Yeah. What? That's how desperate <laughs> she is for advice. <laughs> uh, that's it. If a relationship doesn't make you feel good, and I'm not saying it's going to make you feel good 100% of the time. No relationship's going to do that. Um, but you know, you gotta, gotta be carrying a fucking, 85% success rate on it. And it doesn't sound like that's what's going on here. You just have to wonder about the, the, the psychology behind why this well, guy. Well, Stacey's leaving. What happened? Uh-oh. <laughs> she had one foot out of the door. relationship with Tom Steve Dave is over. Yeah, there goes number two. <laughs> uh, why? Her. Why bother? Stacey? Mm-hmm. All this butt plug talk? Yeah, it's yeah. grossing me out. I want to, I want to go out too. Uh, too bad. You got like another <laughs> half hour. <laughs> I just don't understand, like, why show them to a girl you're – The guy showed his true colors. Mm-hmm. Right out of the – even before they started dating. That's it. Yeah. Because you know yeah. what? If you guys break up and there's some other girl down the road, she might be seeing you with a butt plug. If he you. hasn't showed his friends already. Mm-hmm. I saw it. You saw the butt plug? Yeah. Did you? No. Oh. <laughs> she didn't send any pictures. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, there's this this guy, would I would think – not to be trusted. No. But, you know. But it doesn't even matter. It's like it doesn't even matter. It's just like if he – if she didn't trust him but that didn't bother her and she felt good, I'd be like, well, then fuck it. You don't care. Like there are people out there who are real loosey-goosey with that shit where they're like, where they're like I don't care. It's just like if, if, you, if you don't feel good about it, you just got to go. That's it. That's the end of the story. That's Get, it. That's it. Get out. Don't stay together for kids. Don't stay together for fucking, cause, cause it's, it's fucking. Remember you said to me one time when I was in this trap in, uh, in my twenties and you were like, and I was running off these reasons for like why. And you were like, well, what's next? Fuck them. I can't leave because of boxing day. Remember, you remember <laughs> saying that to me? It was like, there's always a reason. There's always a shitty reason to stay. Right. It's like you'll always come up with one and you can't do it. Well, because you're trying to convince yourself to make, if you've been with them for a while, at least a major change. Yeah. You know? Next thing you know, you're getting hit by a fucking door. Yep. You got a door across the face. <laughs> you got a fucking door right across your face. Can you believe Q at one time was the kind of guy that would get a door slammed on his face? Not like slammed in his face, but on his on face. On my face. On your face. Yeah, well, and to be it, fair, that was the end. came back for more. <laughs> no, that was the end. That was over a week later. But that was the fucking cherry on the icing of a fucking – How did that happen? Shit Sunday. I was walking out the door. I was walking. I was storming out. Storming out. You're making. My second your, foot's leaving. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you are making your final exit. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a final exit. <laughs> he but almost I was, did. I, I was making him off the ledge. <laughs> and I fucking turned around and a fucking door whapped me. Oh, right you were going to go fucking, back in? No, I think I was throwing like a pithy comment on the way out. <laughs> one more. Yeah, one more for the road. And I, <laughs> and I, I, one more. I got, she checkmated <laughs> me. No, you're not. With a fucking face full of wood. She won that round. She may have won that round, but not the final battle, though. No, she's fucking dead in a gutter somewhere. Yeah. Let's hope. 
slam a door in your face. <laughs> yeah, my face? That's physically abused. You are. That's domestic violence. That's, that is domestic violence right there. Which is not cool, no matter what gender you are. Would you say that, Walt? What's that? Q was violated domestically? Well, no, he shouldn't. I mean, she had no idea that he was going to turn around and try to get one more sling in. One more arrow in. He, she didn't know. You're excusing it away. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, fault. not yeah. your fault. It's a victim's fault. I think, that, I think that's just one of those, you know, that's the. That's so woke now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she thought you were on your way out. You were, you were, you were making that dramatic exit. Yeah. And, um, and one more thing. <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> because, you know, you know, because I would, I would, you know, because I could see some youth going to close the door and you wouldn't want to be like, Labeled. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I think she meant to hit me. Really? Yeah. I, I How'd she know you were going to turn Because even if I hadn't turned around, I think it would have hit me on. I think it would have literally hit my ass on the way out the door. <laughs> like I think she was going for like a, a violent, a violent. Uh, <laughs> I knew the girl, and if I had to guess one way or the other, I would say it was on purpose. Yeah. All right. Well, that changes everything then. Yeah. She was a little. Uh, what's the word? Unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the PC way to say it. Yep. Uh, so this girl, our advice to you is – Oh, just uh, get out. Uh, yeah, just come out. Just get out. The guy lives 100 miles away. Well, that's not the problem. But it's easier. Oh, than somebody, much easier. It's much easier than somebody who can come to your place yeah. and you know, be like, oh, why, why? Just because I showed you a butt plug picture. You know, it's – I mean maybe social media or texting or whatever. But, you know, eventually it will give up. I would imagine. Yeah, well, look, comes after you. I mean, even if you want to do it the pussy way, he's going to fuck up sometime in the next two weeks because a fuck up like this always fucks up and just seize on that to get out. Uh, just wait for the latest. Just wait. Reason. Just wait. Ghost him. I'm a big fan of that too. Oh, yeah. Just ghost him. What does that mean? Just don't stop answering texts and emails. Just, you disappear? just disappear. Yeah. Like change your identity? Disappear? No, 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 no. Not Paco. What <laughs> is it? underground. Paco Rabanne. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Don't become Paco Rabanne, but, uh, but yeah, you just stop texting, stop answering texts and shit like that. Don't answer phone calls. The classic yeah. ghost. Yeah, and then they're like, "What happened?" But that's for that. That's their problem. Yeah. Why do you care? Yeah. You don't like that? You ghost game. Oh, I uh, know. It's that's great. I think he's still all reeling honesty. from the butt plug. He's like, <laughs> I thought it was a myth. <laughs> I think that you have a future in, um, like, if you were like to ever, you know. Want to write a column? Mm-hmm. I think you do have um, real strong and uh, intelligent and um, insightful hmm. advice to, for people. Wow, like and that's a, not like fucking a, around. A, like a dear lovey heart type thing, like relationship advice exclusively. No, I, I think he's. I, I think he's. Um, I don't know if there's any subject that he couldn't um, help someone wow. deal with. Really? Yeah. I think I walked into the wrong comic book store. Yeah. <laughs> what's the opposite of a sandbag? I don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, it, it's been um, – it wasn't always like that. Well, yeah, just this week. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're uh, – Turn them into glass days. No. Yeah. <laughs> your wisdom uh, – and, it's, and it, I can attest that it does not go unnoticed by the listeners. Wow. I, Didn't I, they fucking hate his guts for yeah. like four or five months ago? Well, we just <laughs> like, came off a storyline where I was the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but in instances like that, though, yeah, if you like, if you like, just keep quiet about finances, yeah, and just I haven't fucking right peeped a word, right? 
But if you were just to keep it taxes. about like um, <laughs> this fucking scam of a country levies on us, keep it keeping it to uh, you know helping people cope with their um, with what everybody copes with. You know, not a lot of people. I don't know if you noticed, but not a lot of people deal in seven figures with their income. You know, every no, year. So but everybody pays taxes, right? But. Right, but people don't want to hear from people who are rich and pay taxes. They want to hear but from poor people they like themselves love, who pay taxes. Right. But they love, yeah. and they love when you bring it real and you talk about like you know getting hit by a door. Yeah, because yeah. like, it says like even you know the beautiful and the and the famous have, have dealt with those. The Middle Asian overweight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. No, I, I get emails Thank all the time. They're saying that like you know that your your stories about you know your what you went through. Have helped them immensely. Oh, good. What do they say about me? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, you're doing good, Tim. It's best oh. not to say. <laughs> if you're busy one week, I can write your column for you. <laughs> That's awesome. People used to come to you for advice, though. You were the guy. Yeah, I don't. I, but you know what, though? I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean, uh, I, I am a. I'm a tortoise that lives in a box. Q is like a bird that's migrating and going from one side of the country to the other side. He's living. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm like, I'm in a, I'm in a shell. So I don't know. I don't have these. You can't people. even advise people whether they should steal their own mail or not because <laughs> you couldn't decide on that. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, there's only a few things that I can offer in, in terms of worldly, um, um, views. I don't know. I, th- I think this uh, – if you know you weren't so put off by the butt plug, you could have weighed in on this, this 13 percenters problem. And I mean truth be told, I, I, think it's, I think it's nonsense to have a – try to have a relationship with someone who is 100 miles away. Yeah. I think it's pointless. I think it's, uh, I think it's hopeless. You don't like long-distance relationships. Too difficult, you say. I think they're – I think they, they're, they're good – but I don't know. I don't know what the success rate is, the long-term outlook is. It's very difficult. Well, what is it with any relationship? Like truly? Right? I guess they I guess all are. I guess the they all are in the same – I guess they're all in the same like, Whether you live next door or 100 miles away. Yeah, they're probably all uh, very difficult. I, mean, I take that back. That's, you know what? That was good too. Oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Could you write that in an email and send it anonymously? <laughs> I want to feel good about myself. That was profound too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at us. I know. Genius. We're getting along. I don't know what to uh, <laughs> tell them, Steve. Yeah, quickly say it. Quickly, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, Steve, Dave. Well, uh, do you mind if I uh, talk about that thing we were talking about before? Sure. I want, I want you to lose some of the audience with your grandstanding <laughs> about your projects and many fucking doings. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, well, Walt and I have been working on something, uh, with Cullen Bunn, who is a, uh, celebrated, yeah, top selling comic book writer, also a fucking great guy. Um, and we've, you know, we've, we've mentioned things here and there about it, but, uh, we're finally ready to, uh, to talk about it because we're getting real close to the release. But, uh, uh, Cullen Bunn and I have been writing a comic book now. Uh, we got five issues. So the first story arc done. Walt has been doing the art, fucking unbelievable art. And, uh, it's called Metro and, uh, it will be, Coming out very soon, but at San Diego Comic Con, uh, coming up this Sunday, whatever the date is, not this Sunday, yeah, because this is. I think it's the following Sunday. The following Sunday. Okay, hold on. 
No metro. It's not about guys with no. well groomed cocks. And no, shit, it's right? literally oh, yeah. the city. Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, well, they have a few of them. The 24th. What'd you uh, expect out of two woke motherfuckers? I know. Color's pretty woke, too. Um, so next Sunday at, at Comic-Con, uh, Colin and I, uh, Walt, you know, won't be there because he's not flying. Uh, but uh, we're do- going to be doing a uh, – we're getting a preview comic printed up uh, with like six pages of story, some of Walt's sketches, a uh, little note here and there. And we're going to be finding a booth. I think we're going to do a graffiti designs booth on Sunday. Um all that will be announced uh, via Twitter and Facebook and uh, totally free. We're going to be giving out the 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 comic, the preview comic. Colin and I are going to be sitting there. We're going to be signing copies of it and giving it away until, the, until they're gone. Be that an hour. Be that four hours. Really? You guys are committed. We're committed. We've cleared Sunday. Nice. To do it. Um, and there's some great art by Walt in there. It's, it's a Thank story you. that I came up with uh, 10 years ago that I've always wanted to do and I, I couldn't really crack it. Until Cullen came in and then just fucking busted it wide open as he does. Um, I'm fucking could have been more excited, man. Yeah. It's been it's, my it's, dream to do a comic all my entire life and I'm finally doing it. And I, you know, I've always wanted to do one with, with you as well. It's, so it's uh, really, um, something that, uh, I'm very, very happy you and Can you, you guys put your butt plugs away? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I will give Let's you share a, one, Q. a warning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, warning is it's it's not a, a, a laugh em up from from your favorite impractical joker. It's a very dark, gritty. I, I read the uh, the first issue. Yes, and I was joking about manicured uh, man cock. It's it's not about that at all. Right, there's a it's lot, nice and dark and seedy. Very dark. Uh, it's it's uh, for adults only. Don't I, I can't give you I can't give you a copy if you're under uh, eighteen years old. I'm pumping it up a bit, yeah, Walt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to create some intrigue here. Uh, PT Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. It's called Metro. I think, I think Cullen has made a, a Facebook and a Twitter for it already. Any chance you maybe, you know, if you uh, don't give them all the way, maybe, uh, you know, if you had any extra, we, you know, we could give them away maybe to some, uh, could a hundred percent guarantee that I will bring some back here to give to We can give some away to some, some lucky answer. He has prizes throughout the year. We, without anything a we doubt. do. Yeah, cool. Without a doubt. Um, for the preview, at least. For the preview, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to pay for the fucking comic. The fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Metro, uh, it's on It's on Facebook now. It's on Twitter now. I don't know what those links are, but trust me, if you follow uh, us online. Well, I'm sure if you follow you, Q. Where do you follow you on Twitter? Uh, at BQ Quinn. I'm sure you're going to be plastering that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're going to be letting everybody Absolutely. know where to go and what to follow. Yes. Um, so, uh, and we do, I do have uh, ideas for involving Brian in the future. <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, I do have some. So it's gonna it's gonna eventually come all come together with the way Tom's today. But uh next Sunday. Uh we're gonna be at Comic Con doing a whole impractical jokers thing on Saturday at Petco Park. We're doing a um we're doing a, a big impractical jokers party. It's all fucking day. I think it starts at like nine AM till nine at night. Wow. We're there, I think uh I think we start doing a signing at like two in the afternoon and then we're staying through. We're gonna show an episode, an un, an un, as of yet unaired episode on the big screen at Petco Park. Last year ten thousand people showed up. That's so, where the Padres play, right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, well last year we were outside the park in the lawn and not everybody can get in. This year we're taking over the entire fucking ball field. And we're throwing on a big the diamond. Impactful. That's right. That's right. And we're going to show the Gwynn. episode on the fucking. That's right. 
Yeah. The hitman. The nicest guy in baseball. Like, nobody ever had a bad thing to say about that guy, too. But we're going to be showing it on the fucking Diamond Division. The only Padre that ever mattered. That's it. I don't know if he's going to be there, but let's say he is. <laughs> I can't uh, name another Padre, can you? No, Oh, I Dave can't. Winfield was a Padre at one point. Yeah, for but he's not known for being no. a Padre. But, uh, so yeah, so come to the Impractical Jokers thing, and uh, and then Sunday come to... Uh, Come to, uh, you know, I believe it's going to be graffiti design, designs. We have a long history with them and, uh, and come check it out, man. I hope you, I hope you guys dig it. That's that. Is that the worst professional sports, uh, name? In the Padres? US, in professionals, in U.S. professional sports? I'll tell you what, the Walt. Padres. I don't like the Redskins name. Oh, you bet. You want a high five? You want a, you want a high five on that one? All right. Yeah, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I, think I, I love that. There. But I mean, but all right. But is that the second worst name it's behind the, the repugnant Redskins? Name? Yeah. Well, I mean, Padre's like a priest, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, mm. it's not in right now. Well, well, since I'm going to be in the ballpark, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's like the second best but name. But it's like, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't like resonate with like, um, what we're known for, like what what sports teams are known for, like Warriors and uh, where did they get that name from? Padres, yeah, you just it's like a, a strange thing to name your professional team. Padres, hey, yeah. I appreciate you letting me plug that, Brian. Thank you. Uh, no problem. I'll just cut it out later. <laughs> um, okay. So since since you're in the <laughs> the advice giving mood, Q. Okay, got and, another one. And Walt's like, well, I solicited some some questions because I want to put them to the test to see if it makes oh, sure it's not so just about love. Not just the one, like you thought he. he was oh staged? shit! Really? Like he had. I thought maybe he had prepared his answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so Ted I, uh, Williams. Oh, the guy with his head yeah, cut his off. Head was frozen. What does that have to do with the Padres? He, he was. Uh, he was uh, in 1937. L- Played for an 18 year old Ted Williams played for the minor league franchise that became the Padres. Refers to the Spanish Franciscan Friars who founded San Diego. That's what it's from. So San Diego is founded by uh, Padres. There you go. I want to call Father Lance Padre if you let me. He will. He's a good guy. You think after you're like, what a stupid shitty name. You're like, hey, can I call you Padre? (laughs) (laughs) Email me. Father Lance, if it's okay, if I refer to you now forever on, uh, you, now pa- you just want to ask him via the, the podcast, not just email him, be like, hey. Yeah, it's easier this way. This way, if he does it, yeah. yeah. You hear don't ghost me, Padre. <laughs> I think don't he has holy, been. Don't holy ghost me. Because I, I think he has been, because he has been answering any of my emails. So uh, maybe, oh, really? No, I'm trying to himself. Okay, Q. So uh, John Weedman asks, all right. Is it fucked up that I try to dis- distance myself from my grandma that has hardcore Alzheimer's? He lives with her, but he can't stand the seer like that. Well, then you got to move out. Ooh, yeah. Living there is, is, is very, uh. You gross me out, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> well, is he her sole caretaker? He doesn't say. He's just asking because then that's up. weird. Yeah. Uh, if not illegal. <laughs> yeah, but if he's if he's just living in the house and and like his parents, I don't know how old this guy is. And his parents are just taking care of him. Nah, it's not weird. You got to take you know, you got to take care of yourself too. So he's like he 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 must really be close to. I'm assuming. And he's I will like, say I can't this. Stand the are you like sure this. you want to go with that? I will say this. When my <laughs> when I was in my twenties and my 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 grandmother died when I was twenty four and she had a rough ride at the end. And just due to being 24 years old and just due to 
being a fucking asshole in my 20s. I didn't go to the hospital as much as I should have. And I fucking re- – and she was difficult towards the end too because she was in a lot of pain. But to this day, I would take one more day with my grandmother in her worst, most belligerent mood because I feel like I should have been there more for her. He just won him back. Oh my god! He just won him back. He's yeah. great. So he's just like I wish I I wish I could marry this motherfucker. Yeah, like his well, insincerity. Well, you can. It's 2017. <laughs> That's right. You're single. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are next. He's amazing. Yeah. Yes, his insincerity really. Is, <laughs> no, that's a true story. That's 100 percent true story. No, I know. So I would suck it is up. Is this the grandmother that you used to can with? Yes. Oh, yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. I wish I had been a better grandson. So I don't know, buddy. I don't or know. at least put a can into her coffin and like drag the string up through the ground. Yeah. So, so I know it's going to be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> like those old She's fucking – <laughs> I know it's going to be difficult but it's just like maybe you help your grandmother out. Maybe maybe your voice gets through to her and, and you learn a lesson about sucking it up for the people that matter to you. Yeah. Be, I mean – But be God kind for- to yourself if you can't do it every day. Right. I would say that. If you can't do it every day and it's become a mental like uh, – it's like – it's mentally impossible. Like it's – you're really feeling the effects of it and you may could take a break. Yeah. But I mean – And the, at the end, when it, when it really matters, you know, you can look yourself in the, in the face in the mirror and be like, you know what? I, I did everything I could. Uh, not only will you feel good about yourself but a lot of you, the people – a lot of your people in your family will also recognize it and yeah. they'll know what, what a stand-up person you – don't try and be Superman. Right, exactly. Don't do everything. Right, but but be Clark Kent. Do as much as you can. Do as much as you can while still watching out for yourself. It's also going to turn you into a better person. Oh my god! You think? Fucking amazing. Yeah. What else we got? Well, I mean, is she leaving him any money? That's my that's my main concern. He doesn't seem to mention it in this tweet. <laughs> I thought Tom Hanks was the perfect man. Yeah, little did you know. I didn't. Been I, like, I've been years. sitting next to him with the perfect man for like the guy you've been ten years. Ghosting him on texts and shit, emails, all that. He's, like, oh, he's back. I guess we're doing another Tom Steve Dave. God. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna throw this one at him. Let's see how he. Right. I don't oh. think you. I don't think he's. You can. He's gonna. You can throw him over. He's gonna fucking knock him out of the park like Tony Gwynn. Like we'll Tony. See. I'm the Tony Gwynn of telling Steve Dave. Let's see, this one's rough. All right. Okay, this is from a guy. Yeah. How do I enjoy life when I feel like it could end at any moment? My wife, only 28 years old, has an inoperable brain tumor and it weighs on me constantly. Well, it's is like she going to die? Dave. I mean, like, I, yeah. Well, it's inoperable, to... so I'm going to say yes, probably. Well, he, he's saying it could end at any moment. I think he means her life, which in turn would end yeah. his life, which it won't. That's what you got to understand. It won't. Um, I don't know. You still got her here, man. You know what I mean? It's like. You just have to adjust to the reality. You got a raw deal. There's, there's no, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging you got a raw deal, but you have to be a rock for your wife. Cause if you think you feel bad, how do you think she's actually talking about her life ending? You know what I mean? It's like, you got to be the strong one. You got to be her rock. And then if she, when she goes, then you could rely on other people, but now's not the time for that. Right. It's your turn. I'm coming at that life. What's that tech? Another home run. And the truth oh, is, <laughs> life can end at any any time. For any of us. Yeah. Yeah. Sage's life almost ended. If she had hit that bike. You're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, that's a home run for you. That's true. That's your home run. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You're that quick. <laughs> 
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.